the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. Happy New Year and good morning. I'm Dottie Herman, and I hope you had a wonderful holiday. You're listening to Ion Real Estate, and we are the only show on talk radio that's all about real estate and all the millions of things that have to do with real estate, which in this new decade is just about everything. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a ring at 866-970-9622. That's 866-970-9622. And we're finally through with 2020, and we're glad to kiss it goodbye. We're in 2021. And by the way, um, I just want to remind everyone that if you miss any part of our show or you want to hear any part of it, you can always listen to the show if you go to iTunes and you search Eye on Real Estate. All the shows are, are on there, and you can listen to parts of them or the whole thing if you miss anything or you want to catch up. I had someone write to me that they were going to Canada, and they were going to miss the show, and they were upset about that. So um, I, I obviously want to make sure everyone knows that. Um, I want to say Happy New Year, Stephen. Our co-host is a partner and partner at LLP, one of the top law firms in the city with a specialty in real estate. Good morning, Stephen. Happy New Year. Good morning, Dottie. Happy New Year to you and and all the listeners. Uh, Looking forward to a a great new year. Yes. (laughs) This is one year we're all glad to kiss goodbye. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, I'm not I can't take credit for it. But, you know, there's been a nice phrase going around. You know, you were used to hearing hindsight is 2020, but 2020 is now hindsight, thankfully. I know. So if you have any legal questions or any dilemmas about real estate, which so much is going on about real estate, please give Stephen a call right now at 866-970-9622. I want to thank Citizens Bank, which works with Douglas Elliman as preferred lender. Citizens is one of the nation's oldest and largest financial institutions. And we thank them so much for their support. They also support their customers by providing them an integrated experience that includes mobile and online banking and a 24-7 customer contact center. You can easily find more information at citizensbank.com. Citizens has opened up a COVID-19 resource center, and they want you to know that they're there for you. They understand the tremendous amount of financial and personal stress that COVID-19 crisis has caused. So if you need relief or have any questions or concerns about your financial situation, please contact them 
helpful services, oh, and uh, resources include anything on economic impact payments, stimulus payments, financial hardship assistance, online banking. You never have to leave your house, although you might want to get, a, get out of it for a bit. Um, I would say we're going to be missing Ace today, but Ace is in Hawaii. So, Ace, we wish we were there with the wonderful weather because it's been freezing here, but at least today is nice. Um, so, we'll miss you. But today at 11 o'clock, we're going to be joined by a, ste- a special guest and a good friend of mine. His name is Stephen Moranis. Stephen Moranis is a strategic and seasoned real estate leader with broad international experience in the private, public, and nonprofit sectors, as well as being a real estate columnist. He was the youngest president of the Toronto, Canada Regional State Board with 58,000 members and was a director of the Canadian Real Estate Association. He has previously been a real estate broker in both Ontario and Florida and holds an MBA and two degrees from the University of Toronto. And Stephen and I uh, go back, I don't want to tell you, 25 years at least, uh, when um, actually I think I was probably Merrill Lynch, and uh, Stephen headed up the Canadian part of that company, so we've known each other ever since then. So he's going to talk about a little about what's going on in Canada. Stephen also co-writes for the weekly Hater Moranis Bulletin column in the Financial Post section of the National Post for Post Media in Canada, which has 140 media properties under its wing. So his website is hmbulletin.com. So you can reach us at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email. You can email me at dottie at dottieherman.com. And you can, of course, follow us on our new Facebook pages for Iron Real Estate for exciting news and more. And if you leave your questions there, you will also get to them. Have any questions for any of us, you can also, we always love to hear from you. Call us at 866-970-9622. We love, love to hear from you. Today is January 20th, and on this day in history, 1967, Ronald Reagan passed movie actor and future president of the United States is sworn in as governor of California. In 1974, on this day, United States President Richard Nixon signed the bill lowering the maximum U.S. speed limit to 55 miles per hour in order, and I didn't know this, but he did that in order to conserve gasoline. In 1991, Sharon Pratt-Kelly became the first African-American woman mayor of a major city and first woman mayor of the District of Columbia. Today, I don't know who makes, this is a great job just to make up different days. Today is National Buffet Day. So National Buffet Day is a perfect excuse to fill your plate and feast. Although most of our New Year's resolutions are probably to lose weight. Um, but let's be real, food unites us all. Um, the, 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 you know, buffets are endless and they vary an offer of great things. I don't know with COVID that people really want to do uh, buffets at this, this moment in time. But this will all pass. Eventually we'll, I, I, my opinion is COVID will eventually end up like a flu. Um, so buffets will be back. In 1939, when Swedish entrance at the New York World's Fair exhibition 
they, they debuted a, a smorgasbord while displaying the best of Swedish food, and that's how the buffet happened, if you can believe that. So today, you know, I, I first of all, before we talk about what's going to happen in 2021, and I always go through our real estate predictions. You know, I always keep what we predicted the year before to see how close we are. Obviously, this year I don't think we'll be close because when we did our predictions last year, we really didn't know about the pandemic. But New Year's Eve um, in 2020, the world said goodbye to 2020, unlike any other year. 2020 is a year that will go down in the history books, and people will read about it from years to come. The world marked the end of it, and we were glad to get rid of it. Um, with enthusiasm, but public, you know, public celebrations were largely like muted or some of them canceled because of the pandemic or they scaled back. But I want to give credit to New York City. It might have Times Square, which is a tradition for New York City. It might have not been the Times Square as packed and jammed as it always was, but we kept the tradition. Um even though it was scaled back, and the event had special guests, and they they recognized New Year's Eve, and um, I watched it, and it was truly delightful, and I was happy to see that New York, as always, kept the tradition. So we're glad to hear that, and glad to hear some of the New Year's resolutions that people had, because this year... Uh, I always go through, gee, what, what, what are the most popular resolutions? So what do you think they were? Steve, well, did you have a you resolution? Know, you know, well, a few things. Um, you know, well, I think one, I think people maybe are, are self-examining. You know, there's always the self-improving. You have the, um, you know, say it was the physical stuff, you know, dieting or maybe trying to see a few more things, which – you know, uh, traveling or hiking or things like that. But I would say on a personal level, you know, really doing a little bit more reading. Uh, there's a few books that are uh, interested in reading and want to make sure that, uh, you know, don't miss out on doing it because there's a lot of reading for work, but it's nice to also, you know, see what else is out there. So that's my big resolution. Yeah. Well, just um, for your information, the usual – resolutions which are always like lose weight, stop smoking and things of that nature. They were in the big list, but the top five for this year were to build a better budget, to cook one new thing a week. And I don't remember hearing, you know, I've done the resolutions for as long as I've been doing the show. I don't remember hearing that one, but because everyone's at home, that became a number two, uh, resolution to cook one new thing a year. Steve? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm not sure that. if my family wants me the one to test out, cook one new thing a week. <laughs> <laughs> they, although, it might, if they want to lose weight, it might help them. Um, right. But number three was what you said. It was to read more books. Um, number four was to start a new hobby or join a club or learn something new online. And uh, believe it or not, in every prediction I read, and like there was predictions all over the place, I went through them, uh, all of them were to drink less alcohol. So I'm assuming a lot of people did a lot of drinking during the pandemic. 
well, those were the top. The New York Post um, put them up, and um, they are things. And basically, sorry, I can't. Oh my, my. Basically, um, they're trying to tell you that this year, forget punishing yourself. You know, with physical fitness, because we all have to get back to our routines. Most important thing you can do for yourself, the experts say, is that move your body after getting out of bed because they say that just moving around and moving your body after you get out of bed is, is, is really helpful, um, helpful for your whole self. It says if you sleep in a bad position, when you wake up feeling tight, um, they found that just getting up and just moving around and doing some little simple things early in the morning really helps, like bending to your hips and taking some deep breaths. They also say that set limits from working from your home. Now, we're all work. most of us, a lot of us are working a lot from your home. And sometimes, you know, you can just keep on working. So they're trying to say that, you know, if you're working from home, Set limits while working from home. You know, make sure you take a break. Make sure you kind of end the day at some point. Um, Because thanks to the pandemic, the boundaries between work and home have been breached. And it looks like, you know, going forward, that this trend of working from home will be with us for the foreseeable future. So we've got to kind of learn how to work at home. It's differently than when you work at, you know, when you're working in the office all the time. You know, I don't it's, see you it's, at the office, but a lot of people aren't. And then well, they say you know, the it's, it's, a symbolic commute. And what that means, because at first I said, well, what does the symbolic commute mean? And they basically say that, you know, if, you know, a lot of us are working from home. We're not commuting. So you could walk down a hallway in your apartment building, or you can walk outside in the park on a few blocks. But try to figure out a routine of walking some at some point every day in the kind of the same thing so that it becomes like a habit because a lot of us haven't done that. Obviously, and I think I want to tell the young people this most, even though I don't think it's going to help. It says, hide your devices. It said, and, you know, it's, it says emails are intrusive, not just because of the time it takes to read them, but it takes 23 minutes from the brain to recover, to pick up where you left off. So many a day, you know, you're in the middle of doing something, emails come in, you kind of go look at them, and then you've got to kind of get back to what you're doing. So that's just another tip, and don't let work consume you. Well, I don't know about that. I think if you love what you do, sometimes it does. But we won't talk about this today, but I really believe, and I think it's very hard to do, it's probably one of the things that I uh, had the hardest time in doing. And, Steve, I don't know about you, Stephen, but, you know, balancing, and, and you have a wife that's a doctor, so you have a two-career family with, with children, and balancing work, a family, raising children, putting time in for your, you know, for your, you know, for your wife and, and, and your spouse and making time for that, I mean, in the movies, it looks very easy. Everybody wakes up. They have their makeup on. They look beautiful. I watched this reality show, Stephen. They had like 12 or 15 children, something like that. Okay? And everyone was calm. Okay? They were collective. And I said, well, 
They must be on drugs. Okay, so yeah. having to balance all of that and some of the stresses that go came with COVID, whether it was that you're you're, you're in a place with somebody twenty four seven, um, some of the kids weren't in, in school, so you had to keep them busy. It's been a lot of stress, and so we just want to say that you know it's been a tough year for everyone. And reach out if you need any help, or if you have any suggestions of things that works for you. I talked to my niece yesterday, and she said, you know, the kids are really not in school. Her husband's a frontline worker, so he's gone a lot. She said, and I don't know, you know, there's only so many things I can do with them, and they can't really see their friends. So it's a lot of pressure. So, you know, you're not alone. How do you do it? I mean, you've got you've got your place full with everybody working, you know, I mean, two very successful people and children. I mean, how do you balance it all? So when I was younger, there was a show on TV called Fantasy Island. It was a great show. I remember it. I think, I think she Wonder- just died. The one, one of them who played uh, Louise. So, but but the thing about it was, you you come there, you're welcome, and your dreams come true, and there was always a nightmare element. And I think one of the things that's going on that's so important that everyone take away from this when you see stuff on Facebook or other elements of social media, and I guess I'm aging myself by saying Facebook instead of Instagram or TikTok, but the, but the same idea, people are curating their image, right? Just like you said, oh, it's a reality show, but really you wake up with perfect hair and your makeup on, that's how you wake up perfectly every time? It's, it's not fully real, and, you know, people need to understand that and then also, you know, not let that affect them on their self-esteem, because here's the reality. There is not enough time in the day to do everything right. There's just not. You can't get everything done, so you've got to make decisions, and you've got to understand and say, look, I'm getting a lot done. I'm doing a tremendous amount, and don't let the fact that you can't do every little thing every way you want it every single time to take that as a negative, because think about what you've accomplished, not what you, you couldn't. In that day, and, and and then sometimes it's about being thinking out of the box. You know, we went to for uh, New Year's Eve. We went to the Bronx Zoo, and it was great. Right. They it was all outdoors. They well, had these light up great displays. Great idea. And and you know, and then we got some hot chocolate and s'mores, and and that was it. It was nice. It was simple. It was great, and it was a lot of fun, and it was great for the kids. And it was great for us. And, you know, I think there are so many secret treasures that we have here, right? There's so many things that we overlook. You know, that park that you walk by so many times they've never walked into or that, you know, corner place. And there's so many ways to take that and and to reinvent it into a different way. So, you know, I think that's really, you know, one of the great joys of life, taking something that you haven't noticed, noticing it. And, and doing it differently. Uh, and, you know, if we could, you know, take that lemon of 2020 and make it into lemonade, maybe it gave ourselves the, the thought space. And, and we're under a challenge with getting all those notices and emails and texts constantly, but, but to reinvent things. Um, that's, I think, the gift of it. I know. And I know we're going to have a break. But if I took away anything, I mean, there's always positive. I think 
the virus made everyone just stop. We were forced to just stop and take a good look. And at the end of the day, your health is the most important thing. And I think we've all realized that. We're going to be right back. You're listening to Iron Real Estate, 866-970-9622. And we're going to talk about the predictions for 20, 20 as we have them. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. Oh, I love it. I love it. You know what? I listen to a lot of talk radio shows, and I have heard your commercials for years. And I said, you know what? Let me give it a shot. I work in the schools, in elementary schools. So I took your product. I freaking love it. I have more (laughs) energy than I ever had. And I just feel so much better taking it. I certainly have had success with the balance of nature. I have more energy than I've ever had before, and I just feel so much better. I, you know, I just do, and I think I look better, and it's all about fruits and vegetables, you know. I am doing pretty good. I love balance of nature. The energy is really, really good, you know, and I can tell the difference if I don't take it. I'm a dentist, and I'm on my feet all day, but my energy is holding all the way until the end of the day. I used to come home from work and basically sit on the couch and die, (laughs) you know, and that don't happen now. I do have more energy. That's easy to notice. I am just feeling so good. I can't even describe to you how wonderful I feel. My energy level is more like it was 20 or 30 years ago. It's much, much better. So I am feeling really good. It is amazing to me that fruits and vegetables which God has given us for healing my body. I'm going to take this the rest of my life, you know. I really am. I'm a customer for life. It is amazing. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800 800- Two four six eight seven fifty one, or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code the answer the trucking industry finally has a voice in new york city get the real deal on transportation and logistics tune in for new york truck stop radio with arthur and zach miller this saturday afternoon at two on am 970 the answer Have you ever had a legal question about elder law or state law? Every Wednesday night during Kevin McCullough's show, you'll hear from Mike Connors himself of Connors & Sullivan, Attorneys at Law, answering real listener questions. Simply email that question to askmikeconnors at gmail.com or call Mike's office at 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. And don't forget to tune in to Ask the Lawyer with Mike Connors Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. on AM 970, The Answer, and Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. on AM 570 The Mission. This is Ben Shapiro, and my show is fast-moving, hilarious, hard-hitting, and comprehensive. All the news you need. We'll fight corruption and character assassination, laugh at stupidity together, and fight for facts. Tune into The Ben Shapiro Show. Afternoons at 5 and evenings at 9, with special airings Wednesdays at 4 p.m., beginning January 4th on AM 970, The Answer. Take AM 970, The Answer, anywhere you go with our mobile app. Get in on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Radio.com.
I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our New Year's special. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $8.99. Plus special financing ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Hello, I'm Valerie Smaldone, host and producer of Bagels and Broadway. I want to wish you and yours a very healthy and happy 2021. This has been quite a year, and during this time, Bagels and Broadway has done its best to bring initiatives of the theater industry to light, to help support restaurants and small business in such dire straits. We're all about New York. We're all about helping each other. Thank you for listening to Bagels and Broadway, Sundays from 2 to 3, sending all my best for a peaceful, happy, healthy new year. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and you're listening to I on Real Estate. And we're going through um, the predictions that we predicted for 2020. Obviously, we did them at the end of 2019, before the pandemic, so let's just see how off they are. And then we're going to go through what the experts predict 2021 will be nationally and then obviously locally and how it pertains to New York. Uh, I just want to say before I do that, it is really very important for those to know that the next two months are going to be really difficult. And I've done so much reading on it that, you know, the, the, the new strains of viruses are here, even the one I, you know, so we have two new strains of COVID and the vaccine should take care of that. However, they're highly contagious. I mean, you get them quicker. And I don't know about you, Stephen, but all of a sudden, like, you know, in March when we were on lockdown, I didn't really know anybody that had the virus. I do know a lot of people now who are catching it. So we're indoors. It's cold. They say most of the spread is really through small gatherings where, you know, it's where you're like, you know, it's your family or it's your friends that you've seen all, all along. And you say, well, I've been with these people like for the last six months um, and you really just don't know who's going to have it. So um, we're almost hopefully we're almost getting through this. The vaccines are here. Uh, they might not be uh, rolled out in the way that I think that they should be, because I really do think I agree with the Florida governor who is allowing people to get it. They're getting it already, and he's allowing them to get it if they have a pre-existing condition or they're over 65, you know, besides for the health care. And here, I think there's a whole pecking order. Uh, however, we've come this far. If we're safe and we're healthy, we're all thankful for that, for those of us. Um, we are sorry for anyone that really didn't make it, but we've got another couple of tough months before this thing clears. So please, from all of us here at Iron Real Estate, stay safe. And I know it's tough because everyone's getting a little bit crazy, but you got to hang in there another couple of months. All right. So that's just, you know, from Steve and myself. And if Ace were here, he'd ask the same thing. Yeah, I think it's tough because it's been for so long and things are more indoors and there are different strains. But, you know, I, I do want to make um, t- two, uh, 
two points. Even with the different strains that are out there, from the literature that I've read and, and talking to folks in the sciences, that the vaccine is, is effective to, against those different strains. And what's important is even before hearing about the recent strains, there were about 15 different variants. Um, and the other thing is this, and I asked people because there's been a lot of people who were saying that they were skeptical about the process. Right. And, and, and I, I make this point. It's a very interesting line that I heard, and I want to repeat it. Trust the science, not the scientists. And what I mean by that is that people are imperfect. Some people have agendas. It's easy to find faults in your heroes, you know, and people who are qualified. But the facts remain the facts. Don't let, if you hear a something about a somebody and say, oh, I don't like this guy who made a speech endorsing it, so I may be against it. Trust the science of the matter. Don't let the faults of a particular person, you know, sway you. And that's really, really important because, you know, there seems to be a lot of really information out there. And, you know, I'm used to doing this as a lawyer with clients. A lot of times people say, I read on the Internet that this should happen or that should happen. And, you know, I've said to clients, you know, part of my job as a lawyer is to be a filter for you, to feel free to ask any question. There's no such thing as a silly question. But part of my job is to filter out and say, you know what, this is real. This is not real. Um, and, and so that, that's really so important. There's a lot of information out there. Look at where you're getting it from and who's saying it. And I have that. Well, very well said, Steve. And, you know, I've been doing, you know, I have a, a few lung issues, so I have to be doubly careful. So I do so much reading on it. And when all is said and done, there's a lot of things they really don't know. Okay, so... You know, you have to kind of take, and I always say this, look, if you're listening to like 20 different speakers, you listen to them and then you take what works for you, Um, you know, because there's a lot of different opinions. I mean, you can hear all the pros of having the vaccine, although there's people that really are against it. Uh, Make your own decisions and really try to look at facts. Don't just look at just anything. And as Stephen said, a lot of, you know, uh, you know, a lot of it is reading, and, you know, I don't want to tell anyone what they should do because I respect everyone's uh, feelings other than it's not only for yourself, it's to keep other people safe. Yeah, and, and I'm going to mention one last point this then, and then back more on topic on the real estate. A lot of people have made the following comment. Well, because COVID and coronavirus is like the flu and it's a flu vaccine, we know that the vaccines a lot of times don't get it right for the regular right, right. flu. I want to stress a very important point. The manner in which, and, and by the way, don't take my word for it. Go online, go to go talk to your doctor about it, see the scientific journals. But here, this is a fact. The manner in which the vaccine for COVID has been developed is radically different than the matter for the flu. And so for the people who are saying, oh, it only works part of the time because there's all sorts of strains and so forth, um, there's way more to it. The COVID-19 um, you know, vaccine is developed based on an mRNA protein spike. Very different than how your annual flu shot is developed. So and I'm look not into a doctor, it as- but if I'm not mistaken, Steve, I don't think they're actually putting the virus in you. 
Correct. That's exactly it. And, and, and that's exactly it's a, it's a wonderful point because so many there, there's all sorts of information out there. First, figure out before you come to a conclusion, figure out actually what's going on. Because for some reason, an unfortunate has happened, regardless of which side of the aisle you're on, it happened in an election year. There's been a lot of politicking. Go in with an open mind. If you end up in the same place you were beforehand, that's okay. But at least go in with an open mind and learn the facts. Because so many times I've had conversations with people, and they just get the facts wrong. Get the facts right first on anything. Yeah, and that's really what we try to do here on Iron Real Estate. We try to give you what's the facts. Then, and if it's something that, like, for example, predictions for the 2021 and 2022, those are predictions. They're not facts. Okay, so those you can take and you can either agree with them or not agree with them. But when we're talking facts, those are different. That's proven. So take a look. Go on Google. I, I, I find so much. I mean, I'm so grateful to have. Google, you know, they are reading. Just go on. And, 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 and that's all I want to say about that. I want to get back to real estate. So anyhow, if you look at, first I'm going to give you Zillow. Um, these were the original predictions for 2020. Now remember, I think COVID was around, but really we were not really, we knew, I think it was in Italy maybe in January and February, but like we really didn't know that much, at least the average person. I don't want to say anybody didn't, but, I mean, I, I heard of it. I knew of it, but I really, well, I had pneumonia in January, and I wasn't at all concerned because I didn't even think COVID. So when these predictions were done, it was pre-COVID. And basically, this uh, Zillow said that smaller homes, vibrant designs, and low mortgage rates in 2020. Now, those all happened because um, people, you know, bought smaller homes. But, again, when we had the virus, a lot of people bought bigger homes. So the prediction was everyone was going to downsize, and it looked like people, once they were stuck on their homes, kind of a lot of people traded up or bought a second home. Um, it said the market would be strikingly similar to 2019 as to low mortgage rates, robust buyer demand, and a steady economy, and slowing home price growth. Now, 2019 was a good year, and if you go back pre-COVID, the market was on fire. We had a strong, strong market, and um, we had a strong market in 2019. So that was all great, and that was true. Um, up until COVID. Mortgage rates would stay low while home values grow slow. Now, obviously, I think home values grew quicker than slow, but that was because of COVID. Mortgage rates did stay low, but they had predicted from 3.6 to 3.8 as far as mortgage rates, and they were lower than that. And I think we're going to have a commercial, so... And they expected uh, about 2.8% year-over-year growth, um, which was very small growth, which we've seen higher growth, other than a few exceptions. I think we have a break. We're going to continue that and then talk about what we expect for this coming year and how those things can affect you and what you can do to take advantage of the trend. Numbers mean much to me because of prostate cancer. I'm Johnny Braggs, the number two. 
for my stepfather who died of prostate cancer and my uncle who suffered so much after prostate cancer surgery. The number 15, 15 years since Dr. Lederman's successful treatment of my prostate cancer. The number zero, which is my PSA, zero, after Dr. Lederman's successful prostate cancer treatment, what every man wants. The numbers one, two, three, four, important for every man with prostate cancer. One, getting the most successful treatment. Two, avoiding radical robotic surgery. Three, keeping sexual functions. Four, maintaining urinary control. Call my Dr. Lederman, 212 Choices, 212 Choices, to consider his prostate cancer treatment for you. Most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted, 1384 Broadway at 38th. Call 212 Choices for prostate cancer treatment. Call Dr. Lederman, 212 Choices. I'm glad I did. You'll be number one with Dr. Lederman. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only $19.95 to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. The changes haven't been easy, but there's help. The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We can design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com. SurroundNewYork.com, connecting you with new customers. Mike Gallagher thrilled to be co-hosting the Stand with Israel tour again in 2021. This tour of the Holy Land will bring us face-to-face with one of the country's most important allies and one of the most fascinating spiritual places on earth. More than a vacation, this is a bucket list trip. I personally want to invite you to join us. Register now, worry-free, no cancellation fees, and full refunds up until May 8th. Call 855-565-5519, or go to StandWithIsraelTour.com, StandWithIsraelTour.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or radio.com. Don't miss all the excitement of Seton Hall Pirates basketball today as the Pirates host the Butler Bulldogs at the Rock in Big East play. This is Dave Popkin. Join me along with Gary Cohen for all the action. 4.20 p.m. for the pregame show and Kevin Willard. 4.30 for the opening tip. Seton Hall Basketball on our flagship station, AM 970, The Answer. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. You're back. You're listening to I on Real Estate. I'm here with Stephen Ebert, our attorney and co-host. Um, and you can always reach us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, 
or you can email me at Herman at DaddyHerman.com or go on Facebook and follow us on Eye on Real Estate. And, of course, you can get us on YouTube and all our shows are on. So don't forget to do that. Um, anyway, we're talking about 2020 and what happened and what's, what did change. But when I was looking at Zillow, they, have, they had a whole thing. On, and, and so, you know, they said climate change would be a big deal, and it was. But I'm going to skip all that and go to 21. But I just want to tell you a couple of trends, which we're not going to talk about today. And um, But these are predictions, and I consider myself, if I have any talents, I mean, what, you know, I think I'm a visionary. I, I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty focused on not just today, what's going to be, because I think that's how you have to plan. And one of the things that Zillow forecasts, and I'm on the board of their new, um, uh, of they have a new uh, thing, which is share, you know, equity sharing on second homes. And I'll explain that another day. But one of the big trends that they say is obviously housing is going to remain strong, but they say that in 2025, venture capital will remain supreme. 2030, climate change will make home ownership pricier. And 2030, the home Okay, the idea of a home will be redefined, and not for today, but over this year. I just do want to talk about some of the things that I see that I think over, not overnight or anything, will change the definition and how we define home ownership and and other ways so that more people can have it. Um, So in saying that, the industry leaders, and, you know, Stephen, before I do with the industry leaders, Okay, and the experts predict. Give me your predictions. In New York so, City, obviously, uh, that's where you are every sure, day. A, a, a couple things, and, and I, although I have to say I'm itching to make a comment also about the stuff with Zillow and, and potential ways to redefine home ownership and, and longer-term trends. But going for 2021, I think we're going to see interest rates generally stable. That doesn't mean they're not going to move a bit. But uh, I think Janet Yellen from the Federal Reserve, incoming chair, has made it clear that that's the direction, which I think is important. Um, I think we're going to have a little bit more chaos before we have things um, really uh, stabilized. I think people are looking at buying. I think there is a uncertain equilibrium between buyers and sellers, and I think we need to get past the you know, get get to an economy and get to where people are comfortable. We need to have the tenant evictions moratorium get past that because that's really, I think, wrecking havoc in some of the investment properties in the multifamily space. Um, I think we're going to see, unfortunately, some more retail disappear before it reappears. So I think what's going to happen is you're going to have some parts of the market to be very busy because I think people realize that there is an opportunity, and I think there really is. I think you're going to see retail establishments. You're going to see some more closures first. It always gets a little bit worse before it gets better. And then you're going to see people in the second half of the year on on the commercial side really start looking into future plans, and then that's starting the beginning of the rebound. Right. Now, I just want to give you, and I absolutely agree with this, Bold, this is Zillow. I'll give us, you know, I have predictions from, like, every part of the country, and then 
I don't know if I'll have time to do it today, but I have predictions basically on just New York City and that area. But these are national predictions right at the moment. Bold 2021 predictions. Number one, a stronger housing market across the board. Now, honestly, I run, I chair the uh, top 75 largest companies in the United States. And so I'm in touch with all my competitors from across the country, besides for our own offices, and they're booming. Real estate is booming. I think real estate is one of the industries that will lead us out of this, you know, this whole mess. And it's looking like that's going to continue. Demand is high and expected to surge in cities as economies reopen. Okay? So we expect 21 will be a year unlike any other as the housing market responds to the challenges and changing preferences that emerged from 2020. Zillow is predicting that home sales growth will be biggest since the 80s. Now, how long ago is that, 40 years? <laughs> That's a long time. 2020 has been remarkably strong for the housing market, okay? Zillow expects that the market will shatter next year, and uh, they forecast a 21.9. Now, listen to these numbers. 21.9 annual growth for a total of over 6.9 million houses as a sold. Now, that's nationally. So that growth number is not in price. That's in how many houses will sell. I mean, obviously, if you were to get a 21% you know, growth in the price, you'd be like a millionaire. <laughs> the sure, but I want to make one, I make one comment on that, though. I, I, think we're gonna, I think we need to split the stat into two parts. Um, Real estate industry volume versus growth in in, in supply, right? I think what we're going to see is 2021, I think, is going to be a year, and I think it's already started, where people are moving around, where it's a much more of a, a, a volatile year in the sense of just people saying, you know what, I want to make a fresh start. I want to maybe move to a different state, a different city. So I do agree that I think we're going to see a big uptick in volume, I think that's going to be very strong. I just want to make sure, and this is, look, again, this is my prediction, so I can be completely wrong. Um, I think we're going to have very good volume in sales. From the point of view of, like, new housing being built, I don't want to make, I personally don't think it's going to be that strong. I think because we're seeing more movement. I think you're going to see pockets of it where infrastructure where people are moving to is not quite caught up. So you're going to see a little bit more of a rebalancing if you look at it nationally. But understand the millennials, which is the largest buying population, the younger ones are just turning 30 and they're primed to buy and they love to buy. And there's a very optimistic outlook, and I happen to agree with that. Um, and the, Now, listen to this. Now, everyone's like down with the cities, down with the cities. Now, remember, we're giving you predictions. That are they're not facts. They're just what, what what the data suggests. But now everyone's down with cities. But again, 2021 dense urban living got a bad rap in 2021. Let's face it, people left the cities because of the virus. But city living will almost certainly enjoy a renaissance in 21. Okay, people pressed into using their homes and offices and classrooms. Um, well, as much as they like the suburbs and it drove them out there, um, there's a lot of people that are going to go back to the city and get good deals. And younger adults, especially the younger ones, 
And what I see, you know, the Douglas Elliman, I mean, I don't have to even read this because I see what's happening. I see very young people feeling they can get a good deal. I see people that want to say, hey, listen, I, I've been working out of my home. I've been in the city. I might as well upgrade now. I just have to be able to sell it, and then I'm going to upgrade and get a bit bigger because I get a good price. And then I see major companies in the commercial sector buying buildings at a big discount, knowing we don't think the city will be back for about two years, but they can hold it, and knowing they're getting a good value. So I do think for those who want doom and gloom, that the cities will come back, and Zillow uh, happens uh, to agree with me. And the softening of rents, which in the city you can get good deals on rents, have really helped that. But I do see some obstacles, and buyers will have a harder time affording homes, especially in their first, if it's their first home, because there's not a lot of inventory. There's a scare, you know, a court, now this is not New York, nationally. Nationally, we are down in inventory, okay? Um, so when there's no inventory and there's more buyers than there are homes, that pushes prices up. Mortgage payments have become more affordable, but, um, you know, the, 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 the mortgage are really getting stricter on who they, you know, your, your credit. You need to keep your credit really good. And um, I think they'll stay low, but I have a feeling interest rates might rise a teeny bit. And addressing yeah. housing will be a top priority as rent prices rise. Now, as rent price prices start to rise, then people, more people will go towards home. And so uh, they feel that this is going to be one of the hottest markets since 1980. And that's real. That's zero. Now, if you look at um, some of the chief economists for Realtor.com, he expects sales to grow 7%. Now, these are national numbers. And prices to rise another 5.7%, okay, on top of the 2020 already high levels. Now, prices rose. Don't use New York City as barometer because New York City prices did not rise because we got hit so strong in the pandemic. But across the country, prices rose. Prices rose in Connecticut, they rose in Long Island, they rose in Jersey, they rose in, 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 in all, all over, okay? So he expects that, you know, prices will continue uh, to rise, but maybe not the same height. Mortgage rates, he expects, they expect to pick up. This is Realtor.com. And the high buyer demand and still small supply will keep prices growing. So we don't expect any relief in prices, except, you know, if you, you know, if you have good deals in the city because they were hit. Younger millennials and Generation Z buyers are expected to play a growing role in the housing market, and you know, rising prices will create a big entry barrier for first-time buyers if they don't have enough down payment, okay? So that's going to be a challenge, uh, but I think it'll, they'll go around it. Um, we expect homeowners to look to refinance, and they, they're going to continue to do that. Um, obviously, a lot depends on this COVID, but we think we're going to kind of see a, a, a thing to it. But this COVID made a lot of trends because of COVID, but they're here to stay. Um, the inventory, and I can't stress this enough, across the country, 
has less than 500,000 homes for sale. Mortgage rates are 50 at the 50-year lows, and there's no sign yet of distressed sellers from the recession coming out. So these supply and demand factors will push prices even higher. So what I'm saying is if you can find a home that you like and you want to buy and you can afford it and get qualified, you should do it. Now, we can, we can, you know, these are predictions. Obviously, if something happens that we don't know about, you could have a surprise. But it looks um, very, very good for 2021 when it, when it comes to uh, buying. Now, Andy, uh, I'm gonna add, can, I add two, can I add two points to yeah, that? Yeah, add whatever you want. So, sure. So one, one of the things with the millennials that I'm seeing is a very big trend of families um, giving gifts and supporting that purchase. And that's been a critical part of... Stephen, to your point, this will be the largest transfer of wealth for the baby boomers to their kids that we've ever seen. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's it's absolutely critical. I see that. And then I want to throw out one other thing, which I think has been off the radar, but it's been hinted at in the news. Um, the, I think we're going to, we'll see it where it goes, but there's been signals from the new transportation secretary, uh, Pete Buttigieg, um, who was the presidential candidate, the former mayor, uh, from in, in Indiana and, um, talking about redesigning how, you know, some of our infrastructure, how our roadways are. And it's well, a very interesting. Great. And that's really interesting, and I really want to talk about that. I also want to tell you that Amy Kong, who's the president of the Asian American Real Estate Association, um, Asian American households saw the biggest income growth of any racial or ethnic group in the United States over the past decade and a half, okay? And they are very big on home ownership. Um, So they are all charged. I mean, we are looking real estate-wise as a pretty healthy uh, market nationally. Um, and, and I could, you know, I have pages and pages and pages of stuff uh, that are predictions, and they're all pretty good. Um, and again, this vaccine, I mean, you know, there's a few uncertainties. We think the vaccine is going to pretty much be effective. And I don't know, what's your guess? To, like, I think we'll be wearing masks for another year. But um, I think that, you know, once people starting to get vaccinated and starting to feel safer, that will also help. But don't forget, being stuck in your home because we couldn't go out and we're on lockdown made the home so important, more important. And being able to work from your home, which is now a trend that started with the pandemic but was here to stay, makes people want to have more room or room for a home office or room so they can work. I think we are going to have a commercial. We're going to talk about the Canadian market. We're going to have Stephen Moranis. And then we're going to talk about evictions. Um, Stephen Ebert's going to talk about the whole eviction thing and what's going on with that, which is important. And I might do that before I even have. I might do that right after the show and then just tell Stephen Moranis to hang in there and just talk a little about evictions first. Okay, we'll be right back. You're listening to Ion Real Estate. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. From the studios of AM 970 The Answer on Broadway and Wall Street in Manhattan.